One, two, three, four. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to the Hello, dear listener. Thank you for tuning in to Notes on Spiritual Warfare. In our last episode, we discussed a dream I had that was telling me knowledge about how there were many people, particularly men, in bondage to the spirit of lust. Um, particularly the spirit as described in Proverbs chapter 7. So after we discussed the dream and I told you the different symbolism and all the different meanings behind the dream, we led out with the prayer. This week, I wanted to discuss something with you concerning a dream that my son had. And he's 10 years old and he had this dream a few weeks ago, but the dream has continually been on my mind, particularly as I've listened to other people's dream and interpreted them. And even um, I'm going to share here tonight with you uh, a dream of of that nature as well as a dream that I had relating to that which lets me know that there is something working in the spirit um, even now and has been subtly against our children and it's very important for you to make sure that you're aware of what it is that you are allowing your child to uh, receive whether it's through the eye gates or through the ear gates and so before we get into um, this uh, particular dream and the other things I want to share with you. I'm going to play uh, the dream that my son had. I allowed him to explain the dream and give all the details because usually that's the best way. So I'll, I'll let you listen to this and I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So now I want you to start from the very beginning of the dream and go until the end. Okay. So every detail that you can remember. Okay. Okay. As I remember, I remember the first thing I remember is uh, I was break dancing on a slippery floor. Mm-hmm. Where were you at? I was at some sort of place at a at a church. I know it was a church, and it was some sort of event, event, okay. event for fun. Okay. And after I was I stopped break dancing, I was just trying to be funny because I heard kids laughing in the background. Mm-hmm. I started to play in the room I was in. I started to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. That's what they were playing, and they were playing volleyball with a basketball. So I played that, just had some fun. But after that, I saw a kid and one of the group leaders from my church mm-hmm. meddling with the phone. I walked mm-hmm. over there to see what they were doing. As soon as I walked over there, the voice, the the voice came from a phone saying. This device has been jailbroken. You have 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I started to get... And you you said that the voice sounded evil, right? Yes, it sounded very demonic. Okay. And I started to get worried. Like, I, did it sound demonic, like computerized, like this has been jailbroken? Yes, it's, it has very demonic computerized voice. Mm-hmm. And after that, I started to get worried and wanted to get all the children out but my group leader he was a white man he Mm -hmm. was he I know him in real life but he was just trying to say I don't want to ruin the fun Mm -hmm. so what was the the other kid that was with him messing with the phone what was that that kid doing so he was there when you was telling your group leader yes so what'd you go to your group leader and say no, I was just walk. I just walked over there and was. I was just seeing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But that the kid that was right there, he soon disappeared. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what happened to him. Like as soon as I walked up, my eyes were on the phone. I didn't look at anybody else. But when I looked back up at my group leader, mm-hmm. I didn't see the kid anywhere else. Was there anything on the screen on the phone that you remember? I remember the countdown. It started from 20? Yes. Okay. And then also, were all the kids in there, were they like around your age or older? Or like, what was the age of the kids? It was, I'm pretty sure it was like 4th through 5th. Great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some were older than me, I could tell. Okay. So you, you wanted to get all the kids out? Yes. 
and the group leader just kept trying to comfort me saying that it's okay we'll do it what he just didn't want to ruin the fun Mm -hmm. but i was just trying to convince him saying that we we have to get all the kids out of here Mm -hmm. how did you feel like we got to get the kids out like what what made you feel like that? It, I was just worried. I didn't. I didn't like the since I didn't like the voice on the computer. Mm-hmm. It was just since I was just I just didn't want to see what was at the end of the countdown. Mm-hmm. So after that, the the group leader walked down a. It was like a curving hallway, and it was dark. A little bit of the light from the room that I was in was was in that hallway, but it stopped short. Mm-hmm. And he was walking down the hallway, and after that it said blind man while he was walking down, and after that it said blind nine. Blind nine, like N I N E. Yes. So the what said that? The computer, the phone. So he had the phone. Yes. And he was walking down a dark hallway. Yes. And as he was walking down the dark hallway, so away from you. Yes. And the and the voice from the phone said blind nine. Yes. Blind man. Yes. Which one did it say first? Blind man. Okay. So what was he doing when he was walking? He was. He didn't care. I guess he. It looked like he didn't notice. He was just walking like. He didn't really have a care in the world. Really? So his back was to you? Yes. And Okay. Was he walking fast down the hallway or just like regular? Regular walking. Okay. okay. And then after that, what happened? Well, I, I remember these two choices. It was an intercom and a hallway I saw with some light and I heard some kid voices. Mm-hmm. And after that, I tra- I just woke myself up. I had two choices to go down the hallway or use the intercom to get all the kids out. Mm-hmm. So when you say go down the hallway, so the hallway that you that led to the kids was full of light, so it was lit. It wasn't dark. No, it was like yeah, it was, it was lit. yellow, yellowish light. Yes. Uh huh. And then when when you would go down this hallway, you were specifically going down to where the kids were to warn them. Like you had a choice to go down the hallway and warn them or do it over the intercom? Yes, I had those two choices. And then you woke up? Yes. Okay. So, ultimately, like what do you feel like, like when you woke up from that dream, what do you feel? Before we discuss, what did you feel about the dream? I felt a, a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's the that's the biggest thing you took away from that a sense yes. of urgency. Okay, okay. So I asked you if you felt comfortable praying. So this is what I want you to do. So for anyone who will hear this, and for just for every kid, every kid your age, and anyone like if you was in that situation and you weren't aware of this dream or that there was something dangerous happen, I want you just to say a prayer for other kids who may be in that kind of situation those kids who were in the room and they weren't aware that danger was coming okay and then I'm gonna let you lead and then I'll just stand in agreement with you okay. Heavenly Father we come before before your throne in the name of Jesus Christ just to ask that all those kids out there who who don't know how to acknowledge danger when they see it Lord I ask yes, that Lord. you that you help their hearts and their eyes acknowledge it when they yes, see Lord. it Lord. I ask that you just when danger comes around I ask that you protect them but yes, I Lord. ask that you that you make them realize that it's dangerous so they can stray away from it Lord yes Lord and Lord I ask that you just protect all those kids give them the hearts to know who you are Lord Amen. to guide them to you Lord Amen. in Jesus name I pray Amen. Amen hallelujah thank you son okay Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Lord. So I want to go step by step with you breaking down the dream from the beginning to the end, because what the dream is ultimately saying is that there is a deception working against the children in this hour and that that deception is oftentimes coming through people that we trust. Okay, so um, whoever it is, you entrust your kids 
with on Sunday or on Wednesday or whatever day it is that you bring your children to a place of worship where they're supposed to be communing with one another, learning about God, and then they go one way and you go the other. So whatever position um, that you put your child in where there's so, a spiritual leader who's supposed to be over them, um, there is a deception working and the children are not being prepared to fight it. And so let's start in the beginning um, where he talks about breakdancing. So he, the kids are in a place where he said he knew it was a church, but the if the gathering of the church was supposed to be the event was supposed to be like a fun event. Right. Um, but he knew that it was he was at church and it starts off with him breakdancing on a floor that was wet. Now, the significant while the okay, while the other kids were laughing and cheering him on in the background. Now, the significance of this is first let's discuss water. Now, many, many people, and you included, may have had dreams involving water. Now, anytime you're going to see water in a dream, and okay. Before I get started, because it's it, uh, something speaking to me, telling me it's important for me to say these things. Anytime you're having a dream where there are elements that are existing in real life outside of the dream, just know that when you are in your dream state, everything is symbolic of something. Okay, so it could oftentimes be literal, but most often a dream when you see something is it's represent, representing um, something symbolic. So oftentimes people say they have dreams of tides and waves and things like that. When you see water in general, um, the biblical understanding is water is representation of life. Um you know, oftentimes when water is discussed in the in the Bible, even Jesus referred to himself as the living water of which when a man drinks, he will know he will never be thirsty again. Now, even that understanding in that scripture, you can see that Jesus is referencing himself to, to water, which is the actual element in the earth. But this is a spiritual understanding that you need to understand to receive from that which is once you drink of him once you receive him you accept him then you will be fulfilled you will never thirst again because with the understanding that when you don't have Christ when you're not living in Christ when you are operating in the world without God there's an emptiness to you and you're always longing or thirsting after something to feel that emptiness which many of us if you are not a Christian or if before you were a Christian walking with Christ you may remember how that felt you know to long for something deeper knowing there was something more and not being able to receive it until you received him and so water generally speaking is representation of life now oftentimes there are other symbolisms in that so it can be life as in representation of of peoples um, or it could be a representation of judgment. And so even in the literal, so in the physical realm, when you think about water, water cleanses you. It gives you thirst. If you don't, if you go too long without it, you can die. Um, water waters things makes it grow but also water can be dangerous and so this is where we see water can represent the judgment of God so and oftentimes as we see throughout scriptures from the particularly in the old testament testament but from the old to the new God often and I can't really think of a time um, that he really doesn't but um, I mean there's times but most of the time when God is issuing forth his judgment concerning a thing and he's bringing judgment on a people, he's using other people to do it. You know what I'm saying? For example, each time we see over and over again in the Old Testament where the Israelites, they walk right with God. And I mean, just with the snap of a finger, they turn the other way. And once it happens, things happen like they go into slavery, um, war, um, they go to war and their enemies are allowed to come against them um, and, and triumph over them, you know. 
like what David says, I know that you favor me because you don't allow my enemies to triumph over me. So we often can see water being symbolic in these ways. So when you have a dream in which you're having a dream about a wave um, and you're feeling because it, it has to be paired. This understanding has to be paired with what's happening in the dream and also what the understanding is coming to you as you're having the dream. And so if you're having a dream about a wave, you this typically is meaning that and you're feeling ominous or you know scary or something you know in the background there are things that are happening you're observing fearful things that are happening that means that there is a wave of judgment God's judgment is coming and and this is what is uh, it's going to look like so in this particular dream it's not a wave it's not even puddles because I asked him um this is when he first woke up and told me the dream. I asked him this question. Was it puddles of water? Because immediately when he told me that the floor was wet, I understood. And so he said, no, it was just wet. And I was breakdancing because it was slippery enough for me. And so even that, you know, there's a scripture where the Bible talks about he makes um, the way of the wicked dark and slippery. But for this particular dream, what it just means is that judgment is coming. It's, and it's starting in the house of the Lord, right? So he's dan break dance on the floor and there's some type of judgment that's coming, okay? There's something coming and that's what the water is representation of. But while the floor is wet, so the judgment has started to trickle in. So think about when the floor is wet, someone's either just mopped or there's water starting to seep in from somewhere okay so that's what the the water is representing in this dream and so while the floor is wet he dancing on another in another place in the church there are kids who are playing a game of volleyball but they're playing with a basketball now this represents that um, when you again the spiritual symbolism they're playing a game volleyball is the actual game you can play in real life but they're playing with the basketball and so the understanding that needs to be had from that is when you are playing a game right and in volleyball there's people that on one side and you know who you're competing against on the other side and so right here they're just playing a game but they're essentially competing against one another, right? Because one side wants to win. Well, what this particular element of the dream is saying is that these are kids who are in a place of God. So they're in a place where they're supposed to be learning how to compete. And they're being positioned because in a game of volleyball or in any game, everyone has a position, right? Um, I used to know them. <laughs> but shout out to my high school gym teacher who made us learn all the sports, even badminton. Um, but I don't remember that. All I remember is love. That's all I <laughs> can remember about volleyball. But then that it was a fun game, you know, once you really got into it. But I remember, you know, everyone has a is strategically placed on their side of the of the uh, of the court. So everybody has a position to play and everyone's being positioned um, to compete, but they're not being given the proper tools. And that is why you see um, in the dream they they were playing and they were competing but they weren't given the proper tools to do so and but because they were distracted by the element of fun they didn't realize that you know what I'm saying because the ball is still a ball right but they're playing with the basketball and the eventually um essentially they don't realize that that's what they shouldn't be doing but that's what that element means now while these things are happening so the uh, the judgment is trickling in they're in the house of god a place of worship um one kid is dancing my kid lord of all the people one kid is dancing the other there's some kids cheering him on there's other kids who are who are learning uh certain things of God or you know that's what the game they're learning uh I, I guess I can say they're learning how to play the game but they're not being equipped because this is this is all you know it's a game when we teach it to the kids right but at the end of the day we're at a war and one side of darkness the other side is the is the side of light so they're playing a game and they're competing with each other but they don't have the proper tools and the only adult who's in here who's supposed to be overlooking them which is the worship leader he's off in the background somewhere 
um, with another kid and he's meddling with a phone. Now, as I have explained on my blog before, anytime that you see a cell phone in a dream, it is a representation of deception. So that means that, <clears throat> remember the scripture that it says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Um, and even now, as we see technology advancing, you know, many people are aware of 5G. You can see how technology is ultimately, oftentimes, no matter how um, how much they try to portray it in a different way, Oftentimes, it always is utilized for evil. You know what I mean? Yes, you have a cell phone, but they're secretly spying on you while you, you and recording you and listening in the background with everything you do. They say it's to advertise, but at the end of the day, who really knows? Um, you know, so ultimately, there's just like this demonic evil element. But in reality, um, there's a there's an understanding that people have regarding how to utilize the power of the air much like um tesla did you know um if you know the story of tesla it's a very very interesting story bbc did a documentary on him in his life and i feel like it's one of the better ones i've seen but you know he's learned how to utilize the power of the air to you know um he thought it was for the benefit of the humanity, but we can see how there are certain things working like nuclear power and, um, you know, things like that. You know, uh, even people talking about how, um, what is it called? Uh, when, um, shooting that, well, he called it the death ray which is kind of like harp technology, but you know, it, it, it can be used for evil but at the end of the day if you have an understanding about technology and how how the knowledge that is in the earth about how to utilize it is really like witchcraft it's like demonic power is demonic working and as satan as the power of the prince of the power of the air anytime that you see a cell phone in a dream even though you can use your cell phone to lead yourself into deception, you know, you can use your cell phone to lead yourself into sin, like with pornography or watching things that you shouldn't be watching or, you know, reading things that you shouldn't be reading. And even though it's a gateway in a portal, essentially, in a dream, it is symbolic of, um, of deception working. And oftentimes it there's there's another meaning that can be applied to it but across the board generally speaking a, a device such as a cell phone in a dream something where you can record or something that can alter the way that you see something is um, a sign a symbolic of deception okay so now we see that the one adult who's in the room who is supposed to be leading the children looking after them He's meddling with a cell phone and he has another kid with him, right? And so as he's meddling with a cell phone, my son walks over and he's, uh, when he gets over there, as the, the worship leader is meddling with the cell phone, the cell phone breaks out into a demonic voice and says, this device has been jailbroken. You have 20 minutes. Now, I want to stay here for a hot second because this... Um, part of the dream was kind of um particularly the part about the 20 minutes that's the part that i've spent some time trying to work out in my mind what it can mean now i also want to say really quick and when it comes to dream interpretation you should know that just because a person can interpret a dream does not mean that they can interpret every dream and it does not mean that um there's going to be an interpretation interpretation for every symbol in the dream okay so I just want to give that disclaimer because there I'm going to tell you what I think the 20 minutes could represent and the kind of conclusion that I came to but I'm going to be speaking that just in wisdom um, not 
not in a sense of this is ultimately what it means. Okay, so I'm going to make sure I let you know that when I say anytime I'm giving you a symbol, if if I know that this is what it means, I'm going to speak that. But if I'm not sure, but I'm, I have a pretty good idea based on what's happening in the dream that this is what it means, then I'm going to tell you that. And so I say that to say that clearly anybody <laughs> who's had a cell phone i mean come on everybody in the head broke or at least once in your life you didn't got your phone jailbroken or you know you are aware of what it could mean or represent so um basically i know you know a general idea of what it means to have your cell phone jailbroken is that you're just able to get into the software of the phone so you're able to jailbreak it so that the whatever limitations are on the phone you are not bound to those limitations and when I had my cell phone jailbroken it was just so that I could because um, this was at a time where uh, the and I and I think they still do it where certain carriers make it to where you can't use the phone unless you use it with their service so you know when you want to sell jailbreak a phone that's when i had my jailbroken that's what i did it for but you know there are other reasons why you can do it if you're you know handy if you're a developer or you're kind of you know handy with stuff like that you can have it jailbroken for other things but i looked it up just so that i could get be more specific and providing you with the definition and this definition is perfect to jailbreak means to allow the phone's owner to gain full access to the root of the operating system and access all the features. Similar to jailbreaking, rooting is the term for the process of removing the limitations on a mobile or tablet running the Android operating system. And so this is just something I got from McAfee.com, uh, McAfee the antivirus. That's what came up when I put it into the search engine. And so... <clears throat> With taking that understanding, we can see now the part of the dream that shifts because now, you know, um, things get serious now the, you and I know that my son is representation of one who can see. So, you know, God or, you know, typically when I have dreams, I know that I'm representation of the body of Christ or, you know, those who with eyes to see and ears to hear, you know what I'm saying? But always remember, this is a symbolic understanding. So even when it's you in the dream, it's just symbolize and you're watching or witnessing something. It's just symbolizing that you are able to see in the spirit what's working or something is being revealed to you about this is what it looks like on the outside. But spiritually, this is the discernment that you should be understanding. This is this is what's happening. OK, if you're following me. And so. He sees that the, the demonic voice comes from the phone and says this device has been jailbroken and you have 20 minutes. And so now we know that what um, the deception, which the cell phone is represents, representative of, the deception that's working or whatever the deception is that the group leader is meddling with, that deception has now taken root. Okay, so the deception has taken root and has become something that is dangerous because now whatever that has been allowed to take root it's been allowed to take root in a way where um the the deception is is going to act as a veil you know what i'm saying so that they are no longer able to see rightly Okay, spiritually, they've become blind, essentially, which we later hear in the in the dream. Now, I also think it's significant, um, and this is just my opinion, um, based on other dreams I've interpreted and even dreams that I've had, where that when my son first sees the group leader, he's standing with a child. But once the phone has become jailbroken and he looks up, to the group leader to warn him about you know hey let's get the kids out of here the child is gone and so <clears throat> in my opinion that represents that uh, one child has been lost to the deception now on the second part with the 20 minute countdown <clears throat> I prayed 
Um, I've been praying for a few weeks, basically, since my son told me to dream about that element in the dream, as well as another element that I'm going to share with you here shortly um, about what it can mean. Because typically when you every dream that's prophetic, every bit of it has a meaning is this is significant. And so as I was, you know, praying and asking like, Holy Spirit, tell me what what is the significance of the 20, though? Um, something came to me and I'm not sure if it was the Holy Spirit or not, but the thought came to me, don't pay attention to the number. What's more important is the countdown. And so still though, you know, again, like I said, when it comes to prophetic dreams, it's just kind of like Jesus Christ and his ministry. There's nothing that not one tittle, not one jot of a word that Jesus spoke that wasn't laden with heavy significance. Everything he said, even if it didn't stand out to you that way. Sometimes I, I'm amazed at how I can go back and read something that he said and be like, wow, you know, because there's just so much there. And so today I spent some time and I just want to share with you some of the things that I pull from the scripture concerning the number 20, because that's really the quickest and most easy thing. Um, one of the first things I do when I'm trying to decipher a, a, the symbolism in a dream is I go to the scripture and I try to see where how it may be represented in the scripture. And so the number 20 in the scripture, these are the things that I pulled in every place in the scripture, the Old and the New Testament, over 200 times the number 20, uh, whether even uh, including when it's paired with something else. So like three and 20, nine and 20, 20 and five is is mentioned. But the number 20 alone specifically when it's mentioned in scripture over and over again, I see certain themes. And so one of the themes that I see, number one, is accountability. And so in the scripture, in the books of Numbers, um, Judges, in the books of Numbers, when the number 20 is mentioned, God is speaking about how um, when it comes to war and drafting into the war, every young man who was 20 and above um, is able to go to war. So less than that, they, they can't come. Um, when it, when it's uh, talking, there's places in the scriptures where it talks about um uh, 20 representing the age of which you're held accountable so um uh, for payment payment um paying your ties 20 is the age of which you're held accountable for decisions that you make um there's a particular scripture i believe it was ec which one was it uh i think it's in exodus i wrote it down but um it was it's talking about how the when God said, OK, these Israelites, you know, after they were walking through the, the uh, wilderness for 40 years and complaining and murmuring the whole time, God got fed up and he vowed that anyone who was 20 and above would not enter into the promised land. They, they would have to perish first and then those who were younger would be able to go into the land. Um, another way that it shows up is uh, when it's referencing oppression or servitude. And so there was, um, I believe it was when, um, was it Jacob who served, um, it was in total 20 years for his wives, Rachel and Leah, I believe. Um, also, uh, there's a scripture in Judges chapter 4 verse 3 where this understanding is referenced where 20 is being referenced regarding oppression and servitude also i found that judgment um again kind of pairing that with accountability when it comes to the judgment making a judgment about something so in acts um 27 chapter 27 verse 28 you know, it talks about how when there was a storm, Paul was, you know, going throughout, you know, the his the regions that he was traveling to the Gentiles, preaching a good word. And the part where he was on the boat and the boat they, um, was had to weather, uh, they went through a couple of storms as, the, as he was traveling. And in one particular storm that was really, really bad, when they were getting to the end of it, and they had come upon land it speaks about how 20 
so they went I say feet because that's how we use measurements they they use a different word in the um in the scripture but you know they measured 20 feet you know first they did 15 then they did 20 feet to and then they stopped you know and anchored to see if they were in a place where they were they could be stable and so um it could be used as a measure of judgment or just judgment period and you know with death resulting from the judgment you know as in first samuel chapter 14 verse 18 and be mindful that again we're speaking about a dream so we're speaking about spiritual things so it could be death that's not necessarily physical but spiritual and then the the last one that i um the last thing that i found was like um being used to represent solidification so to solidify something and what i thought was interesting is that when it came to so in the um book of kings and in exodus when the tabernacle was being built uh genesis 32 exodus 36 when the tabernacle was being built yeah exodus 36 um there was often things that were measured in 20 so 20 beams to lay the foundation um 20 you know 20 is represented a lot throughout that as a way of you know so representing that a foundation is being laid um representing uh just things being even you know what i'm saying just an even a thing just like oftentimes it's represented in scripture particularly in the old testament where uh regarding war and soldiers you know which makes sense because if you think about it if you take 20 people with you and you the leader of an army if you got 20 men you can split 20 up in several different ways you can split it up four ways with five people in a group you can split it up five ways or four people in a group you can split it up 20 ways one person going this each different way to secure a place you can split it up 10 ways 10 over here i mean two ways 10 over here 10 over here 10 ways to go this way to go this way so 20 is kind of like a, a number representing completion of something something is done okay and so that is what i found regarding 20 showing up in scripture and how i feel like it relates to this dream is just what i said is showing the completion of something because <clears throat> mind you when she said the phone has been jailbroken first the, the the demonic voice from the phone said this device has been jailbroken um you have 20 minutes and so the and the countdown started from there so basically it's just representing saying that in this part the group leader was meddling with us uh, some type of deception that that took is taking hold spiritually and one child was lost to the deception because mind you he's the leader of the kids right so one child was lost to the deception and the deception has taken hold and now it's just a countdown to whatever comes at the end like my son said i didn't want to stay around and see what was trying to happen at the end i was worried about getting the kids out now from there we see the man walking down a dark hallway so he's walking from the light down a hallway that is now dark and he has the phone in his hand now knowing that the phone represents deception it just means that now the deception has taken hold now he's walking blindly down a path is is leading him further into the darkness and that is where anytime you see a hallway in your dream that's symbolic of a passageway somewhere just like in um in real life but in in the symbolism in the dream is spiritually there's a there's a door that's been open and now you're walking down that pathway right and that and like christ said if the darkness if the light in your eye be dark woe to woe to that dark how great is that darkness and so that's kind of that understanding there he's he the light that he was in has the he's allowed for a deception to take hold and now he's walking down this darkness further into the darkness now mind you the kids are still in the room right so he's walking with deception is leading him darker down the path and now he's turned away from the kids so now the kids are unmonitored 
it, but the but remember the floor was wet so the judgment has already whatever the judgment is the judgment has already started to trickle in okay so now there's nobody to warn the kids or there's no adult who can see who is able to warn the children or get the children out so that they um whatever the deception is that the leader has led them into or has allowed them to be in he's gone off deeper into the deception now and left the kids to fend for themselves so now there's no one to pull them out of the deception now mind you the kids are still in a in a place that is light so they don't but it's wet on the floor but they don't realize that a, the deception is coming to is there's a deception coming right they don't they don't realize that there's something coming there's danger that is near <clears throat> and so <clears throat> that is um the ultimate meaning of the dream from the beginning of the end and i did want to discuss where when the man was walking down the hallway the deception or the 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 cell phone said blind man blind nine now again i tried looking up blind nine because never heard of that tries to figure out what they may mean and pray for the understanding i have not received anything in particular where the understanding can be solidified uh, where i can say for sure this is what it means but i did find some things that i'd like to share with you that i thought were interesting in light of everything else that happened in the dream so the first thing was a proverb an indian proverb that i came across and it's it speaks about um, some in one place it describes the men uh, it's about blind the blind men and the elephant right and um, so the story is the proverb goes um, there was a ruler in the land he called for and oh there was a, a, a so a student let's see there was a spiritual leader in, the, in his student and his student was saying, well, how can I know what's true, what's not true, what way I should go, which way I shouldn't go? Because one person says, well, this is the right way and believe this. Um, and the, another person says, well, this is the right way and believe this. Um, and ultimately, there's an infighting because everybody has their own kind of idea about which way is the proper way to go. So how can I know? And so the, the spiritual leader, this Indian leader, gives him this guidance saying and by telling him this, this proverb of the, the blind men and the elephant. And in different places, the blind men are represented as being nine of them. But um, when I read it in other places, it didn't say that there was a specific number. But I thought it was interesting because that's how I found this particular proverb um, when I put um, when I was searching for blind nine. And so the proverb goes that there were uh, the a leader in the land who was trying to answer this particular question. And he said well bring me all the blind men who were who have been blind from birth and so, he, so the person went out brought all the blind men and so he sat an elephant before them and each man was shown a different part of the elephant and then he was told to describe what it is that he felt and 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 this what he described was supposed to be what it the elephant was supposed to be understood to look like or feel like or represent and so the proverb just goes to show that for each part of the elephant that the man touched he had something different to say because one man touched the trunk so he described the the elephant this is what it looks like this is one way the man who touched the hind part described it a different way the man who touched the ears described it that way and so ultimately it was just kind of saying that um you everybody has a different path that they follow to get to an understanding so you can't just take um one element of the of the truth because everybody has a different perspective and so how i feel like this relates is um in regards to this particular dream 
is the part about the deception because even in this hour even in the church the part um <clears throat> that keeps us separated because we're supposed to be unified as one body right but the part that keeps us separated is one person has this type of doctrine or theology that they uphold and they build a rock on that this type of this denomination has a particular doctrine or theology that they uphold and they build a rock on that and in each of these instances you can find deception working in every place in the church because because of this um inability to unify and come together with one understanding you know one person is taking one piece that they feel like they know and then they build a mountain on that which ultimately leads into deception right because you if you don't have the whole piece of something let's say i just give you a few pieces of a puzzle and then i take the other pieces and i distribute them out to the other people if you never connect with the other people who have the particular pieces to the puzzle that you need then you start looking to other people with puzzle pieces that may not belong to the puzzle piece to fill the whole picture that you have but you go out looking for pieces to fill in the puzzle which can openly open the door to you for deception and so i thought that was interesting um just want to share that with you another thing that i found concerning blind nine n-i-n-e was in golf that was the first thing that came up um and so i tried to do a deeper search to find that proverb and it, this is interesting because in golf there is a a game that you can play uh, or a way that you can play um that is called like blind nine and what it means is that of the 18 part or the 18 holes in golf um, if you play a blind nine game, that means that nine, only nine of the holes that you uh, hit a ball into would count towards the points. But the catch is you don't know which holes are the ones that are going to count. So you know where every hole is on the golf course, but only those who are um, overseeing the game are the ones who know when which holes are actually going to count for you as a point and so i thought that was interesting in relation to this dream because again oftentimes when we play with deception which is of satan because remember he is the he doesn't he's a liar and he's the father of it right so when you have deception working in that way um especially when you plan with him you think you have control right because when he had this device in his hand he was meddling with it <laughs> that's the word my son used he was meddling with the phone so he touching all the button or doing whatever he got to do to try to um to learn more about the deception or to control it right so you think you have control but what this seems to be saying if we apply this understanding of blind nine golf um what it's saying is you think you have control but there are pitfalls along the way that you you aren't able to see so if you hit nine balls and they go all into all nine holes that don't lead to you gaining any fruit or um you gaining any points or you know um you gain less points than your the people you're competing against you you don't it doesn't profit you anything right um, but if you're shooting balls and you think that you are in control, there are pitfalls or holes that you can't, you don't know which hole is you, you're going to, the ball is going to fall into, um, and whether or not that's going to lead you somewhere where it's going to produce fruit or, or no. And so I think that's kind of interesting if you apply that understanding to the dream, which is if, if we take that understanding and apply it to what the the demonic voice was saying from the phone is that this deception <laughs> has taken hold in such a way where you're you're going to be blind you think you're in control but you're going to be blind um to the pitfalls that are awaiting for you because you don't know um wherever you may plant your ball or wherever you may go to to try to work um yourself within this deception you don't know where the ball's going to land you know what i'm saying and so 
you know, I think, again, that wasn't, you know, you take it, you know, stand on that. This is what it represents. But I just think it's interesting that um, that was what was said in the dream. And to see the only where only place I can find where blind nine, there was another place that related to some type of anime. But again, that that didn't seem to really fit um, this as far as I could tell. Um, I couldn't really get into it because I'm just not an anime person. I tried reading it just to try to see where it would go. But it was just kind of one of those things where it's like it only gives you so much, you know, information per chapter. So you have to keep reading. I'm like, I'm just, just not that interested. This writing isn't that good anyway. But, yeah, so I just thought that was interesting if you apply that understanding. Okay, so um, I would like to hear from you if you guys come up with a different understanding about certain of these elements that I'm saying I'm not sure about I like to hear hear from you about it you can shoot me an email um, about what you may think it could mean but ultimately I just thought that it was important to come on here and share this information with you particularly in this hour because of some of the other things that I can tell are working in the spirit and they're working against the children but it's subtly because listen Satan knows that if he was to just show up as this demonic entity, um, it was just like, yeah, let me play with your kids. You'd be like, uh, you, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Like he couldn't, he couldn't even try, you know, he couldn't even try. And so he has to work subtly, you know, to get to the kids. Um, and a lot of the things, uh, there was a game that my son was playing one day. And uh, or, or he he first learned about it because it was kind of like one of those things where it's a you they teach it. They let the kids do it in school and it's called prodigy. But I didn't realize y'all how that is a demonic game. That is a demonic, like, they're really actually casting spells and hexes on the kids. If you are allowing your child to play that, you need to stop and go and look at that game and see what it is that they are, and, and what's crazy is I didn't really know what the game was about. I thought it was just a math game, but... And this is just my opinion. So if you look at the game and you feel like it's just fine and your child is just fine, then you go ahead. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to warn you based on my personal experience. Because one day my son woke up and he told me he had a dream. And I'm not going to give all the details of the dream because it was basically a dream that was a warning for me. But in the dream, he was he said that he had went into a place that was supposed to be like a church. But he was an adult in the dream. This is the thing that got me. Because I knew that although my son is a child, the fact that he was appearing as an adult in a dream was letting me know that the things that happened in this dream is saying that this is a warning that it's going to have ramifications for him into his adulthood if I don't stop it now. But in the dream, it was said that he had went into a church and he was just curious. He said he was riding past it and he was just curious about it to see what they were doing in there. But as soon as he went in and he started seeing what was happening inside the church, he realized that it wasn't what he thought it was. And he said before he could escape, you know, there it went to a different part of the dream where there were people standing around in black uh, cloaks. Um, and he was laying down on the table and they were like speaking and chanting and speaking curses over him. Now, the moment he told me all the details of this dream, immediately the spirit spoke to me and said, it's that game. That's my personal experience. So if you're allowing your child to play it, be mindful. That's all I'm saying. But another dream that um, I have had the pleasure of listening to and I had the ability to interpret after some time was on a, a YouTube channel called Glory to Him. Now, if you follow me on uh, YouTube, because YouTube is OK, let me just say this. There is a shadow banning that is happening with certain channels. My channel is definitely shadow banned. My channel 
And when they shadow ban doesn't mean that you can't find a channel or the channel was gone. No, what shadow ban means is that your channel was there, but they there's certain things that happen where they do something happens with the algorithm where they make it hard for people to find you. So I've seen it and I've witnessed that I've had, people have sat next to me with their phones with a unique IP address, all that because I know I understand how the back back doors work with certain things and typed in my full podcast name notes on life podcast and they were not able to find it so unless i lead you directly to the link now after i spoke out publicly about it now you can type it in but you have to type in the full name you can't leave off anything or it will bring up other things that say notes on life so if you go to the Notes on Life podcast YouTube page, I'm following him. I'm following a channel titled Glory to Him. And one of the most dream, recent dreams that he posted was a dream in which he and his wife with his child and a child that he didn't recognize were walking through a forest. Now, again, here we have the sim, uh, symbolism of a forest. Now, typically, um, this can represent more than one thing. But ultimately, what it represents is kind of like life, the world, you know, um, when you think of a forest, you think of, of, of an open space, you know, there's lots of greenery, lots of trees, lots of life. So that's kind of representation of the world, symbolic of the world. And so him and his wife and these kids were walking through the forest and it was just a beautiful sunny day. He said, you know, he was nothing was wrong. You know, it was the dream was he was feeling good with his family. And then all of a sudden, his child and another child, um, there was a, a log that was hiding like a, a steep uh, drop. And his child and the other child dropped into the darkness before he could get to them and do anything about it. And he said once he the kids dropped down, he heard something in the uh, voice in the darkness that gave him basically gave him chills because he know when he heard the man say greet the children, he knew that the man didn't have any good intentions for them. And so I say all that to say, um, oh, I want <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Another dream that I had, I had this back a couple summers ago. Um, I, it, I was observing and my kids were sitting in a room and across from them was Kris Jenner. And, ooh, Lord Jesus, be with me, Lord. Across from them, yes, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your angels, Heavenly Father, Lord God of hosts that encamp around those who fear you. Hallelujah. So the Chris Jenner was across from my from my kids. Rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bind all the works of the enemy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because my heart is united to fear the Lord God and you only, Lord God. So anything that exalts itself above that, my fear of you and the power you have given to me through the Lord Jesus Christ, who says, I have all power over the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm me. I rebuke it right now and command it to come under the obedience of the Lord God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has been given preeminence over all things, whether it's in the earth or in the heavens. Yes, Lord God, may it be so. Amen. And suddenly in the dream, Kris Jenner, she, uh, she, she passed like some kind of spell over my kids. And when she did that, they, it, it, the spell was supposed to make them be disobedient, like act up. You know what I'm saying? And, and me, and I have had issues and I've had spoken to other mothers who've had issues with their kids since I've had their dream. And every time I talk to one and they're talking about like, just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just started, you know, being this kind of way. I think about that dream. And so, you know, I say all this, these things to say that there is something working in the spirit and it's working subtly guys a deception that is working against our children satan is coming for the children and and it's ramped up even more so since 2020 
but the working in the spirit is subtle the darkness is subtle and it is your job as a parent to make sure that you are being the guard over your children to make sure that you are being the gate that blocks their eyes and ears from hearing and seeing things that they shouldn't don't just give your child a device and just let them go off into the room and at least not check on them and see what they're doing don't just give give your child a, my, my son doesn't a 10 year old doesn't need a cell phone period he doesn't need one period <laughs> unless he's somewhere with some people you know with family or friends and i want to be able to talk to him directly and even then it ain't even got to be a fancy you know all whoop-de-doo phone you know my son don't need no a 10 year old don't need no cell phone somebody who can't pay their own cell phone bill they not getting no cell phone from me period <laughs> that's my theology okay but you know, if you choose, if you are so inclined to do so, make sure that you are being responsible for them because their children, no matter how good you think they are, no matter how much you may be trying to teach them, they are children and they can easily be led astray. If the Lord God understands that there's a, a age of accountability, which in scripture seems to be 20, then even you, you know, should be able to understand. Even the scripture says a child is known by his ways. Whether what, you know, even a child is known. Which means that you as the adult should be able to see. But even a child is known by his ways, whether they be right or no. You know what I'm saying? And so as the adult, you have to be the one to stand guard and make sure that when it comes to your children, you are doing everything that it is that you can do to protect them and guide them um, so that they're they're not covered in darkness and led away by deception in this hour. It's working. I, I assure you that it is. Um, and if you just take the time to look behind the curtain or go a little deeper um, or just be mindful of what it is you think it's okay for them to watch that actually may not be okay because another thing my son was saying is that one day when he was at church um, that there's a movie called Encanto uh, or Encanta or something Encanto um, but this is a movie where again it's talking about a, a magical family in which spells and witchcraft things of that nature are practiced and he told me about a song that was playing in that uh we don't talk about bruno and i was like okay what does it mean and he said well bruno is the person in the family who's able to foretell your future and he and as he explained to me all this the song because i'm like this isn't a, a song in a kids movie <laughs> I mean, y'all, the lyrics was crazy because I had to stop to ask him like, well, how do you know this? Because I know I'll never let you watch that. And he was just like, well, I just know because this in the, the song lyrics say everything. I'm like, OK, but, you know, um, he said that when that's, they were playing a song from the soundtrack of the movie and all the kids knew the songs word for word. He said every kid in there knew the song. And now me. I've never seen the movie, but I, when I saw the trailer for it, I knew what the movie was about and that I, me personally, I wouldn't let my child watch that as a follower of Christ. And so, again, you know, the things that you may be thinking are, are harmless. Maybe you yourself are walking in deception. But to me, the fact that the Lord gave this a dream to a baby, a baby, that lets me know that there are too many adults who, who are blind. Who are spiritually blind and they're also allowing their children to be led astray. Because he gave this to a child. Which means that there is no adult. I'm not saying no. But you know he could have given it to me or you. I'm just saying the fact that he's speaking through the mouths of babes in this hour. When, and when he said that he will pour out his spirit in your old men and your young. They will dream dreams. The Lord is speaking in this hour and you're not going to see it on a television. You're not going to watch it on the news. You're not going to hear it on the radio. Okay. You're going to hear it from the mouths of those whom are inviting in his Holy Spirit and are doing the work to speak what it is that is on the heart and the mind of the Lord in this hour. So, friends, if you don't mind, I'd just like to say a prayer with you. If you are a parent who um, may be concerned about this 
or you know you're a parent who is vigilant and you're aware that this is something that's working you know whatever it is if you'll just stand with me in agreement as i pray this prayer um let's just break those chains of deception and just pray that you know that the spirit of the lord can do a great work and that our children will be protected in this hour Heavenly Father, Lord God in heaven, I come before your throne, Lord God, in the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are the God to whom there is darkness is as light. There is nothing that can be hidden from you, and there is no counsel that can be had against you, Lord God. Father, I thank you for your angels that you give to watch over those who love you, even our little ones, Lord. And I'm praying in the name of your son that you deliver all of our children, Lord. Keep them as the apple of your eye. Deliver them from the paths of deception. And wherever they may be an adult in their lives, Lord, who may not recognize the deception, I pray that you, that you open their eyes, Lord Jesus. Lead these children to you, Lord. But most importantly, let those who are overseeing them be led to you to open their eyes to see whatever deception they may be inviting in or whatever deception may be working lord god i ask that you do this in the name of your son christ jesus lord jesus may it be so in your name amen friend if you just prayed that prayer with me i pray that you keep praying it but more importantly i pray that you become vigilant and understanding what it is that is working against your children in this hour because it's working you just may not be able to see it all right, friends, until next time, take care, and I'll talk to you next time, Lord willing.